the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Blake, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. And we're live here at Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road, you know what? We'd love to talk gardening with you. Just give us a call at 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. James, we couldn't get to your call or finish it up yesterday, so you can give us a call uh, right now. Well, we've got some open phone lines at 210-308-8867, 210 210- 308 How come he's so cheery this morning? I don't know. I'm sorry, I forgot. Guess, so give us a call. I guess because we're inside and we're nice and warm. <laughs> if you want to talk to us, whatever, I don't care. <laughs> All right, plenty of stuff happening at the James, nursery. Yeah. A few more people here if today. James calls back, it'll perk him up. Yeah. Yeah. If uh, a few more people here today than there were yesterday, it's a little warmer here oh, than it gosh, was yesterday. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, those blue bonnets are already starting to bloom. I saw you, some... you mean at your house or no, out I, the it's the ones we have for sale. You can yeah. Them. They're, they're, they're blooms pushing. already on them. They're pushing. Yeah. So it's... you've still got time to, to get them transplanted into your flower bed. They're or, in larger containers. Yeah. Or, so they should transplant rather easily. They look, should look good. And the, uh, uh, they're they're the only patio. blue. They're only blue. I uh, after you. That blue. I mean, uh, blue blue bonnets. There you know. go. I know everybody's got that. <laughs> Who was it that was arguing with us about whether they were <laughs> gray or green or? Oh, <laughs> was somebody who took Milton's place? The other whether they oh, should be. Oh, Barry. No. I don't think it was. It was. Uh, oh, maybe it was Barron. Yeah. Anyway, what was that? From what were they arguing? Yeah, that was Barry. Barry, yeah. What was Barry arguing with you? Barry argues with everybody. <laughs> no, but he. Well, that was the old argument too that some of the native plant people had. But I mean, it's an interesting concept. Blue bonnets, red blue bonnets, and mm-hmm. and then I guess it's logical to say, well, you got two colors in there. Which are they? You know. <laughs> Which so, are the blue, true blue bonnets? So. Well, so it was he talking about the name of it. So it should be a red bonnet rather than a red blue bonnet. Well, he didn't. Just... He didn't go so far oh, as okay. to say what it should be. He just yeah questioned whether it was a blue make bonnet. Any sense or not? <laughs> now, so is the. I don't remember if we had this discussion before, but is 
Is the red blue bonnet still the state state flower? Oh yeah, all blue all, bonnets all in colors. the state. Uh, the, so uh, that the makes sense because many of the most of the color variations are yeah out there in nature too. Oh yeah, and that uh, that was passed by the legislature. Ooh, uh, wow! Years ago, the 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 way it got way way first way first. Didn't know that. No. Oh yeah. What did you even do when we've been talking about that? Well, I knew that a red it was a red blue bonnet. I knew that. <laughs> oh, that, so all yeah. that. But yeah, I didn't know that the state legislature had gotten involved in that. They they passed the the first they the first legislation they passed to make uh one of the varieties. make the make the blue bonnets uh the state flower. All right. They they only specified the uh uh the sand blue bonnet or the Lupinus uh not Texas is the one we grow. Uh, the name escapes me. Uh, but anyway, you'll remember sometime yeah, later in the show. Yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, they they passed the sand verbena, the one that grows in the sand, and uh, that that was when they got in the fight over whether to make the uh, cactus flower. The state flower, uh, and I think that's where uh, Cactus Jack, out of Uvalde, became the vice president. Garner, hmm. Cactus, didn't they call him Cactus? Cactus. It's uh, a little before before our time, right? Yeah, yeah I know. Cactus Jack Garner, but anyway, uh, there there were several flowers uh, promoted, but. Uh, they decided on uh, on the blue bonnet and that sand that sand blue bonnet, and then the the ladies uh, the Texas ladies got upset and because uh, all the other that there's a lot of other species of blue bonnets, and uh, so they made they passed a resolution that all. Blue bonnet species were were going to be the state flower, even if they've been manipulated by you, right? Fl- uh, that, that breeders was, that was BB before Parsons. Oh, uh, before Parsons. <laughs> but uh, yes, the different colors are the uh, state flower as well. Uh, I know Miss Coke Stevenson used to fuss at me about the different colors. Uh, and uh, she said, as as long as as long as she lived, there wouldn't be any of those colors planted down at at the Alamo. Uh huh. Well, uh, unfortunately, I had uh, uh, fortunately, I knew the curator of the <laughs> landscape. It never one and to he, avoid trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and he had uh, he we had already planted them. Oh down. no. And so uh, she just kind of went off in, in the corner. Well, I mean, I don't plus. mean to disturb the the powers that be at the Alamo, but since they came up with this color naturally, unless she had a pact with God, she yeah. was going to have a hard time. Well, you know, sure. the, those daughters of the yeah. uh, Alamo, they they did have a pact with God. <laughs> oh, okay. 
But uh, anyway, they, they they got some pretty blue. I always bonds thought here. they they had given God a permit. They, to, that's that's to true be too. Yeah. That's right. true too. We're gonna get in trouble here. So anyway, <laughs> all right. Phone number two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Well, and Valentine's coming up this week. Yep, it sure is. It's uh, let's see, Thursday, tenth, eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth. Yeah, the Thursday. What you it's got? Thursday. You got some ideas for Valentine's Day? No. Okay. Well, the blue, <laughs> the blue bonnets. The blue bonnets. I was oh, thinking of blue bonnets. Oh, that'd be a nice little uh, bouquet type Just thing. Just a little, yeah, like a, a, what they, you know, when you hang up those socks for the Christmas. Mm-hmm. Stocking? Yeah, one of those little, just a little gift if you go, yeah, if you go visit somebody or have coffee or something yeah. with somebody on, uh, on or about Valentine's Day. It's kind of a cute little gift. Yeah, that would be. And the, it'll last through Mother's Day. Keep blooming through Mother's Day. Is there anything else that we sell that if you bought now would last through Mother's Day? Phalaenopsis. Calvin just, yeah, he just, <laughs> just yelled it out. Yes, the Phalaenopsis orchids, which we have, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll have, have to ask uh, Trace. Trace, he was getting in a new shipment, wasn't he? I think so. So we'll have to see what we got. So, well, so they've got a good selection. Cyclamen? Cyclamen, if you planted them inside, would last for the entire year. They are well, And they'd last, let's see. When is uh, May? May, Mother's they, they, Day. Yeah, they they'd be pushing it, but depends on the weather. They they might make it outside till May. Yeah, and then move them in. Hey, and can I ask you about my uh, maroon uh, poppy? No, what's it doing? Well, so the little ones that I planted. So I got two. I got a, a four and a half. Four inch. and a half. All right, and I got the the little ones. So and we still got some. Yes, we do. So the little ones are looking healthy and perky, and they just, uh, they're just not doing anything, but they're just kind of, they went from, you know, like, I'm not established, I just, uh, what's happening? Now, the uh, bigger one I put in a container, and what I'm noticing is that the bottom leaves are kind of dying and wilty and yucky, and uh, the leaves on top of that are uh, are kind of growing and Maybe growing, like you said, a little bit more, but kind of growing up. But I didn't know because the ones on the bottom look like they're they're pale. Ones on top of the bottom leaves are are normal and green. No chance. They're okay. Much water. No, I guess not. I mean, they're They're in a container. They're okay. But uh, you said yours were looking good. Mine are of the three. You know, I've got those uh, three wildflowers that we talked about: larkspur, blue bonnets, and. the poppies, they're, the poppies are looking the best. Oh, they're, okay. they're all upright. They're uniform. I only planted, I've planted them a, a foot apart, and mm-hmm. they're already packed. Yeah. And then they got the, they got that central shoot. Looks uh, looks good. It looks like they're they've decided it's time to go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, that's consistent too with the uh, poppies in the landscape. Right. Coming Pro- up. Poppies. Now, uh, Bloom a little bit after uh, larkspur. Yeah, and my but my uh, blue bonnets are still flat. Yeah, uh, yeah. Flat against. They're the, still uh, developing a root system. Yeah. Did you uh, buy the uh, the six pack, or did you buy for the poppies, or did you buy the four and a half inch? I bought the, the four and a half inch for the poppies. All right. So on yours, from soil to the top. It all looks about the same. That that those first leaves don't look a little weak or no. Oh. They were uh, 
They, Sorry, they, man. They were uh, kind of flattened like the uh, like the bluebonnets a little yeah. bit when first planted, but they've moved out of that stage. Yeah. The other uh, one, the larkspurs. Of course, the larkspurs that I transplanted are not as uh, large or full as the ones that are right. that receded themselves. Hmm. But they're they're doing fine. The blue bonnets are the least impressive at this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In the raised bed. They'll catch up. And I saw a beautiful mountain laurel. Uh, I'll tell you where I saw it in a second. Um, but it was, man, it just seems so early. But it was gorgeous. I mean, deep purple flowers and full of them. Um, but let's talk to Kay, and then I'll tell you more about that. Subcarnosa is the name of that blue bonnet. All right. I knew you would come through. Yeah, way to go. Kay is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, Kay, what you say? Oh, I want to not ask the fellows if I need to soak seeds for, uh, water, not watermelon, but cantaloupe and cucumbers. Do I need to soak the seeds first? I don't think so. No. Not no. with those. You're not going to plant them quite right, quite yet, are you? No, I, I was going to. I was going to plant them like inside or or just under oh, the patio. Oh, okay. grow transplants. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh-huh. you you don't need to soak the seeds. Uh, yeah, never, never done but it. See, or never heard I, of it. Mm. Yeah, but I soaked my uh, sweet pea uh, seeds, and they're growing like wildfire. Yeah, isn't that something? <laughs> that, 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 I ne- had never soaked the sweet peas, and then Jerry said something about it, and so I tried it, and it was. The germination rate was about three times as much, and uh, and right quick. Yeah. So that really worked. Well, well we do we do okra. That's what I yeah. brought in. What about so? What's the difference? Now? Oh, they they soak the okra seed. Soak the seed overnight. Oh, well, when do you plant it now? Oh Lord, uh, late April, May. Yeah, May is not too late. May one, and May, well, whole, <clears throat> whole month of May. Oh, okay. What about uh, those uh, the sweet pea? Do I need to transplant any of those? I'm not transplanting, but but uh, you know, pull them out if they're too crowded. I never do. I just don't have the heart. I mean, you know, they're harder than heck to weed, to weed yeah. too. And so uh, when I try to weed them, right now that uh, oh, that it's not the hen bit. That's the other one, uh, chickweed. Yeah, so entwined, and so if you try to, when you're weeding them, you accidentally get pull some out. So I never make a, um, on purpose, I never pull any out. Right. And then the other thing is the the seeds are so big. Generally, when we plant them, we don't plant them real close together. Not like we would do radishes or something. Mm -hmm. But but if they if they're coming back from last year, you could have a real thick. I've got I've got a the place where I laid out all the uh, the foliage with the seeds and dried out the seeds mm-hmm. and uh, it's a table outside <laughs> and all around that table they're co- they're coming up. Is and, that right? Yeah. All right. So, you can run them on a table. Put them on a table. Yeah. So I've, I'm. Do you gonna, have do you do you have your sweet peas on a trellis or what do you have them on? I got the ones that I uh, that I planted on a trellis and then I've got. Various uh, uh, reseeded, naturalized uh, sweet peas that have come up this year. They don't come up like that every year, but this year they sure did. 
Well, what do you have them leaning on or have them running on? Well, I've got I've got them on uh, large old tomato cages, some of them. Then I've got some okay, on the they... trellis. The trellises, the uh, portable trellises like they have at Millburgers here, uh, uh-huh. really kind of convenient. You can poke them wherever you want them. And then I've got some that are just uh, up against some tables uh, out on a, a patio barbecue area. Yeah. So oh, wherever uh, they want to come up, I let them come up. Oh, They're well, welcome. Good. Well, thank you. I thank you, fellas, for your information. I'll, yeah, I'll talk okay. to you later. Bye-bye. Yeah, keep us, keep, keep us informed. But you're not seeing any blooms yet, are you? No, 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 not yet. They're, they're about, okay. uh, they're about eight, 8 inches tall. When cool. do they start uh, blooming? Well, I'm thinking I'm thinking any time now they could start blooming. If they're the, 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 the full... They'll start uh, a, a growth phase. The foliage gets bigger, you know, just like English peas. Mm-hmm. The yeah. English peas are in my garden are blooming up a storm, but uh, so far I haven't seen any blooms on the sweet peas, and mine are about that same 8 or 10 inches tall, too. Well, do you fertilize yours, Malcolm? I do. With uh, I'd use the same fertilizer doing the rest of the garden, the... Uh, Slow release lawn fertilizer or winterizer fertilizer. You know they don't oh. need a lot of fertilizer, but they they seem to respond to it. Oh, good. Well, I'll keep you fellas posted. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Kay. You take care. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. You want to? We need to take a quick break. You want to hang for a sec? Uh, sure. I was just going to say you saw that pretty mountain laurel walking up into the nursery over here. No, I, yes, of course I did. Remind me where I saw it. Where was it in the nursery? On the way to the, uh, from where you parked over here, there was some oh, were there blooming some, ones. Oh, cool. We'll talk about those in a second. All right, 210-308-8867. Back in a moment, you're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. With Trace being here, that means when we come back, he's going to tell you all about what's going on at the nursery and what's what they have uh, have gotten in. Uh, and we'll be right back on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. Take your calendar out. Circle Saturday, February 16th, because on that day, gardeners are going to want to be over at Millburgers. There's lots of stuff going on. We're going to start off with a little education for you. David Rodriguez will be teaching his spring cleanup in your landscape class from 1030 until noon, Saturday, February 16th. This class is designed to help you learn everything you need to do to have a beautiful, beautiful spring landscape. It's absolutely free, so come on out and be a part of that. Then, later that day, starting at 11 o'clock, we're going to be celebrating the Rodeo Tomato. HM8849 at Mill Burgers will have rodeo tomatoes for sale, and the proceeds will benefit the Bear County Master Gardeners Youth Garden Program. We'll also have chilies, Fritos, and drinks. The Texas Weather Band will be playing music. There's pony rides, a petting zoo, face painting, and much, much more. For more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. Mexican food, but 
not only bentos can make it and make it with tender loving care. Stop! What's that delicious aroma? Ah, it can only be coming from Beto's Alternative Mexican Food on Broadway. If you haven't been to Beto's lately, the new look is amazing. And their new additions to the menu are to die for. Always the highest quality and freshest ingredients combined to make Beto's Alternative Mexican Restaurant the restaurant of choice for those that love their Latin food. Only from Beto's Alternative Mexican Restaurant. Voted SA's Best Fish Taco, Best Taco Pastor from Texas Monthly, and Food Network fave, the Chalupa Cabra, Guy Fieri from Triple D's Favorite. Come taste the difference at Beto's Alternative Mexican Food on Broadway. Investment advisory and insurance services are offered through Pax Financial Group. This is Larry Elder, and I'd like you to imagine transitioning into retirement knowing that you will not outlive your money, knowing that you'll have time to spend with your grandchildren, and knowing you'll end up leaving this world better than you found it. The team at Pax Financial Group knows retirement is more than just your investments. It is your life. And that is why Pax Financial Group uses a process called Pivot Retirement Planning that specifically focuses on helping us in middle America have an effective transition into the next chapter of life. Don't leave town. Retire right here in San Antonio. And with a final thought, I pivot to the CEO of Pax Financial Group, Daryl Lyons. When I was in D.C. and met with Larry, we both knew there aren't any breaks coming from Washington. We at Pax Financial Group do want to help you pivot like we have for so many. Call us today and learn more at PaxFinancialGroup.com. Pax Financial Group, investing in your life. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's bugging you? Well, if it's running around in your house and it's bugging you, well, you need to call Spider-Man Pest Control. Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control has been helping folks out, and they have been their web of protection since 1976. It doesn't matter what's uh, bugging you. They can help you get rid of it and help keep it away. Uh, there's a couple things I like about Spider-Man Pest Control. One, uh, they do a terrific job, and oftentimes they're, they're the final place that people call because they've uh, been through another pest control company before, uh, gotten mediocre results, the pests have come back, and... Uh, and then they call Spider-Man, and then they find out why the pest came back. And Spider-Man treats the, the home and then inspects the home and says, oh, you know what? The roaches are getting in here. Why don't we fix this up and uh, we'll make it so they can't get in? Or those rats, they're getting in right up there. So let's fix that so they don't get up there as well and uh, helps you get rid of the problem, uh, not just by killing them and then having them come back, uh, but also by making sure there's as as much as they can inspecting the property and making sure that you're okay. So give Spider-Man Pest Control a call, 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721. GoSpiderManPest.com is the website, GoSpiderManPest.com. Well, our phone number is 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and Trace is here. That means we get to find out what's going on at the nursery, and we get to find out what's coming in. I get well, to. Before you, yeah. I wanted, did you see the, there were a couple people over there at the Butterfly Garden? Yes, I talked. I think I talked to them. Okay, yeah, they were uh, taking notes and 
I don't know. It looked like they were trying to get a sheet with a, a list of plants out of there and everything. Well, so. let's not assume that everybody knows what the certified butterfly garden is. So they, they do if they were listening in the spring, but if they're new to the show, what is Millburger Certified Butterfly Garden? Well, we designated an area to, to be a certified butterfly garden, and we change out the plants accordingly. Mostly done in perennials, um, a few evergreen things, but mostly in perennials and annuals, which give you the better color. Uh, and we swap out the annuals regularly so that there's something in there that the butterflies can use year-round. Yeah, and this this year is kind of an exceptional year because of that November 14 freeze. Right. Because mm-hmm. uh, normally we would have had a lot of those blooming plants just keep blooming. All the way through Christmas. Through, yeah, through Christmas normally. And then and then you put a few a few of the... The dianthus and the alyssum and stocks and a few of those plants in there for more color and to keep the winter butterflies attracted. But this year it became pretty essential because it everything did. else it froze. These poor little it butterflies look, were going to starve. Yeah, it looks. Yeah, there, there, uh, there's some out there. There's sulfurs. There's um, American beauties. Uh, I saw first black swallowtail. I haven't seen much, many swallowtails yeah. yet, but. Uh, but the the whole idea of that certified butterfly garden is that it has the it has the varieties necessary for 12 months of nectar for butterflies and also has a number of the varieties necessary for butterflies to lay their eggs on and the cool thing is it's a relatively small area and it uh and it's covers all and it's very attractive so you've got a landscape laid out very well yeah landscape feature and the wildlife feature too and um, the uh, folks here at Millburgers obviously uh, along with Calvin's help designed and built it so if you wanted someone just to talk with you about what they did uh, that would be perfect Claudette uh, who else Roger, Roger. 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 Trace yeah. and so yeah so you could say okay I like this I want something similar what do I do and you said you mentioned it was certified but this is so this is actually certified by a certifying body yes okay yeah. That, that means too that it includes uh, uh, both native plants mm. and uh, other plants. So you can you can have uh, everything that's essential and everything that you like in that garden as well, and it's worked. And it is amazing how many of those plants actually uh, move into other lists, for ex- like hummingbirds, mm. for example. So there's a lot of those plants that work not just for the butterfly; they they will attract other wildlife too. Yeah, for a while we were wondering if we had to have a uh, had to have a conference committee between the butterfly <laughs> supporters and the hummingbird supporters. <clears throat> but then we, as Jerry always has said, advocated, they both like the same kind of plant. Yeah, said, both, so. if it's blooming, they like it. Yeah, there may be a few that that they uh, long, slim ones that the hummingbirds mm-hmm. like that the butterflies aren't as fond of, but. Most of them, they both like. All right. Well, just a cool way to uh, have make sure that you have a great gardening experience. It's one of the many things Millburgers does for you. On the 16th, uh, well, there's another thing that Millburgers does so you can have a great gardening experience. We do. We have uh, David Rodriguez coming out, and uh, he'll be here from 1030 to noonish. And uh, he will be talking about how to clean up your yard from all this winter that we had all the way back into November. What to cut, when to cut it, how to cut it, what to feed it with, mulching, 
all the things to ensure that these plants are going to come back stronger and better than they were before. That's from 1030 to noon next Saturday. It's absolutely free. Uh, and just uh, come on out. Bring a pen, pad to write on. Bring lots of questions. David loves questions. And bring the kids, too, because we've yeah. got all kinds of stuff for them that day, too. There you go. Uh, we've nice got, segue. Uh, you like that, huh? Yeah, I did. Uh, we good. have chili and fritos. I really like that. You mean we're going to have to share our... Are chili and Fritos uh, <laughs> with those kids, too? Well, there's going to be eight gallons of chili. So All right. I think, there'll be, I think there'll be enough for, for yeah. everybody to have some chili. Um, well, let's go put up our little reserves sign for us you know, you so go. we can have a special place in line. Like, Mil like Milton does with the balloon. There you go. Mm -hmm. We're going to have the uh, Texas Weather Band here from 11 to 3. And uh, we're experimenting. We're going to have pony rides. Mm -hmm. I think this is cool. So uh, there is a weight limit of 70 pounds, but pony rides and a petting zoo. Uh, and we'll also be doing face painting from uh, 12 to 2. And the, the petting zoo and the pony rides is 11 to 3. And then the star of this show is the Rodeo Tomato. All right. Now, we do have some in stock now. So if you can't make it to the Rodeo and you want one of these tomatoes, we do have them uh, in stock. But... On that day, all the proceeds from the sales of that tomato will go to the Master Gardener's Youth Gardening Programs. And uh, so that's always a good check that we write, and uh, it makes the kids... Uh, goes, goes to a good cause. Yeah, goes to it's, get the kids out and involved in, in gardening. The kids plus our community. Mm -hmm. hey, those kids, the kids, you know, we've been involved in research projects, and they have all over the nation youngsters that uh, participate in gardening programs do better in school and they there's less of a problem in terms of them being successful with their their lives too so it's a great investment minor cost and effort and uh, of course the master gardeners are are been involved in that for years and years and years and that's the uh, Rodeo Tomato is the HM8849 you can find out we'll tell you more about it but you can find out more uh, by going to plantanswers.com, you can see what it looks like. There's pictures, yeah. Yep, there's pictures of it and what you can expect uh, in your garden. And complete write-up on, uh, on the uh, what topic of What the edition month. is that? That's February. Oh, gosh, that's got the, is that, what is that, stocks on the front? Larkspur, it says, will spike oh, wow. up your cool weather garden that's really with feathery knockout. leaves and layers of thumbnail-sized flowers yeah. that attract it's lots in of color. Things. It's in color in the Internet. Yeah, yeah so I, where he, I have the... Uh, the uh, this year this month's uh, Millsburg Millburgers newsletter up and Calvin is commenting on it. Well, they, I went to uh, millburgernursery dot com and got that same place you can go to get information on the uh, Rodeo Day, Rodeo Tomato Day. So, so if they go to the Millburgers website right now, can they get that? Do they have to sign up and then wait for it to come, or can they? They can no. Get you on, can get you can, you can look sure at it. that there's an archive in there that they can see it. Yeah. So and the then, archives start to get an email to them. The yeah. Email. So archives start in December. So January will be up soon, but February is up now. So uh, and there's the CPS green yeah, rebate. Yeah, sure is. And uh, Millburgers has got all the shade trees. You get fifty bucks uh, if you plant them. Now I don't know what the deadline is. Do you remember, Trace? Uh, it's normally April first-ish. Yeah, you get fifty bucks for up to five, and uh, the list is is even longer than our list. <laughs> the recommended uh, all the all the trees we talk about are on the recommended list, and the requirement is just put them in south side, west side, and uh, 
certain size they have to be, and then you get you get fifty bucks from uh, CPS for each one you plant. Off your bill. Yeah. They, no no cash transactions. Um, on the uh, newsletter, by the way, there is a article on potting up your tomatoes. Uh, there is an article on to prune or not to prune, uh, preparing for the spring by Dr. Jerry Parsons. Uh, I think you did you did the one on the, the potting up. You're you're, you're given credit for it uh, and geraniums and stuff. So uh, yeah, go to MillburgerNursery.com to get more information on that. And um, they can always see our ads on there too. So yeah, the question at MillburgerNursery.com. Ads. Can, you bet. Oh, you mean somebody's got to pay for that stuff. Huh? No, no, no. He means uh, what's on sale yes. oh. here at the nursery. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so if you want to know what's on sale, if we don't tell you, you go to that, and uh, then you can uh, you can check it out for yourself. Um, so we talked about that. Uh, that's uh, next Saturday. So we encourage you to come be a part of that. Uh, the weekend after that, by the way, just letting you know, uh, there's uh, lots of events going on here at Millburgers. We mentioned how to find them. Uh, but is spring vegetable gardening for kids? That one does require an RSVP because the kids get free gifts as a part of it so that you want, you know, we need to know how many to cut it off at and how many to get and stuff like that. So you would, uh, uh, and that's going to be, kind of describe the class. It's Well, it's crafts, though, too. Well, so yeah, crafts, yeah. Crafts, uh, she'll probably be planting some stuff and, and talking about how seeds germinate and uh, giving them some seeds, I'm sure. And um, so that way they can take something home and, and actually start a garden in some way, manner, form at their house. Well, so that's the weekend after. That's February 23rd. Anybody that's participated in one of the Millburgers Mary operated youth uh, programs knows. She goes all out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, gosh, great yeah. Job. And uh, the kids are all enthralled and learn something. And uh, she doesn't really put up with somebody being bored, you know, so she seeks them <laughs> out. She even, she even encourages the, the adults. Mm-hmm. I, I mentioned yesterday, I was, it always amazes me how many grandpas and grandmas are there. With mm-hmm. they, 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 they just they found this opportunity at Millburgers to partic- participate in something worthwhile with their children, something or their grandchildren, which they, they like and which they think is important for the grandchildren, too. Yeah. So, so lots of cool stuff happening, and uh, on uh, just go to millburgernursery.com to find out the activities in March. I think what we'll do is we'll, as long as it doesn't, you know, become confusing, we'll kind of uh, break it down for you, and uh, I'll do a little Millburgers event calendar each week and tell you kind of what's coming up, but also allow you to kind of know that in March, circle your calendar on the 9th is how to prune trees. And on the 16th of March, your family's spring vegetable garden. Uh, so two different workshops to uh, help you have a great gardening experience, uh, courtesy of Millburgers. Okay, so what else is going on, Trace? Well, March 9th is my birthday. So oh, there you go. We'll be pruning trees on, uh, and you can bring Trace a little gift yes, if you like. there you go. I like that. <laughs> Carnic tacos seem to. <laughs> well, don't forget either, on March 2nd, there's a. A vegetable and oak wilt program over there, Dream Hill Estates at Millburgers is sponsoring too, over there by the medical center. So we'll be talking more about that too. Mm-hmm. That's a free program. Everybody attends, gets a rodeo tomato, and it's been pretty successful uh, last couple of years. Uh, so that's out there at 6800 Dorothy Louise, which is just um, 
a bab for a babcock from 410 and that of course is texas independence day so it's a great way to remember it no march 2nd, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 we ought to have a texas superstar sale on march 2nd because it's texas independence day think about <laughs> it don't answer me now uh, yeah, the only problem with that is we're not going to have them. Most of them won't be available yeah, until was, much later in the year. All right, we'll have to think of something. And uh, plants with the name Star. <laughs> Do we have a Lone Star Esperanza then, or no? Gold Star. Gold Star. Star. Oh yeah, what was that? Uh, Sorry, that, that didn't uh, Well, we actually have some now. Uh, right. but, they, but they did have. Look, normal, they look normal for what one should look like this time of year. Okay, never mind. Well, well, if maybe it's just not people won't buy them until they bloom, right? That's, yeah, that's a fact. Okay. Uh, what about Valentine's? Yeah. We haven't talked about Valentine's. You had a question for Trace on Valentine's. Yeah. Did you, didn't you say you were getting more fading opsis orchids coming in, or you had a good supply? Both. Oh, okay. So we do have a great supply, and we should be getting more in as well. This week? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, this is Valentine's. 14th is Thursday. Yeah. And not okay. every, not everybody does like we do, like... and uh, <laughs> wait till the last minute to get their the presents for Valentine's Day. Well, like I said, this one, uh, these Phalaenopsis orchids, uh, depending on the age of the blooms on the plant, uh, they can last through uh, Mother's Day. So yeah. uh, it's a gift you can give twice. There you go. Sure. <laughs> or you can come here and get a second one. Have like you it. still got some of those little ones? Yep, those there's some. There's some in there. Little cute ones. Yeah, they're cute. I never have seen them. Are they considered phalaenopsis too? Uh, they, they must be because that leaf's leaf's exactly the same. Hmm. Okay. Paperwork says they're okay. And you got some of those dendrobium in there too. They're different kinds the of bigger ones. Yeah. Well, as long as we're talking about orchids. We just remind everybody, and when this is something we'll be talking about more, too, that the uh, uh, Alamo Orchid Society is, All right. is having their their conference and uh, what do they call that? It's just conference. It's a and sale. Usually they have, they have them for sale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a big big sale, and they'll have all their experts available. You can go and ask about it. Oh, the, yeah. And they have, a con- they have the uh, orchid competitions too mm-hmm. so it's kind of a neat deal it's at the garden center this year and it's uh in march uh, th- uh 22 23 and 24 which is i think a thursday friday and saturday uh so that's uh alamo orchid society march 22 23 24 at the garden center mm-hmm. we'll, we'll be talking more i'm sure that's a good place to go and take pictures yeah yeah that yeah it's spectacular they, uh, I was talking to some of the Orchid Society members the other day, and they were, you know, I was talking about how wonderful Phalaenopsis are and everything. They said, there's more, there's more. Uh. They're just the, all, you know. And I said, well, Phalaenopsis are so easy to grow. And they say, well, some people like a little more of a challenge, and it's not that, uh. it's not as difficult. Thirty years ago, we thought it was impossible. Oh, to grow yeah. More. You had to have a greenhouse and... Keep the humidities up, and but anyhow, they're they're excited and they want to encourage everybody to come by, take a look, see see if they can't get more people interested in good orchid growing. What other ideas uh, are good Valentines? Uh, 
Well, we we do sell a lot of cactus for mm-hmm. Valentine's. Okay, it sounds funny, but uh, it's true. We do uh, African violets. Yeah, a great one because they're, yeah. inex- they're an inexpensive gift that uh, a, a child can give, and it's uh, well, it's inexpensive. Yeah, and they're pretty, and they, they keep are. flowering, and yeah, that... they keep flowering if you put them in the sun. Okay, if you've got a sunny sunny window. To okay, there we go. Cyclamen, too, are a nice little yeah. gift for... Well, yeah, buy a bunch true. of those this Put morning. And the, the bloom actually looks kind of like a heart, so... Uh, wow, there you a, go, nice. That is a neat one. Um, the guys mentioned uh, blue bonnet <coughs> transplants as a kind sure. of an interesting... Yeah, but you could either put them in the ground or put them in a nice container and then uh, enjoy them when they start blooming. Geraniums uh, make a good gift. Yeah, geraniums with... Deck, yeah, I saw some pretty geraniums when I was walking out yesterday. So you can help somebody put together the perfect Valentine's Day gift. You bet, including yes, mountain laurel. Oh, okay, yeah. like uh-huh. like I saw. <laughs> We've got some blooming. Uh huh. Um, cool. Alrighty. So what else is coming in? What's going on? What else is happening? Uh well, the vegetable selection looked better, so um, okay. should have some extra extra tomatoes. Good. You said tycoon is coming in. Um, Everybody likes tycoon. There are tycoons in there. Oh, okay. They're already in. They're already in, yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Just remind me. I saw cucumbers out there. You did? I got to make sure I remember to go tell them to take them in the greenhouse. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they need to be, uh, they're tender. Just remind everybody that uh, it's great to get your tomatoes now because the selection is good and uh, it's fun to have them get ahead. But you will uh, probably not have great luck if you plant them in directly into the garden. So yeah. you want to pot them up, Jerry and Trace mentioned that before. You pot them up. The instructions are in the Milberger newsletter. Right. They're on uh, plant, answers. plant answers too, and it's a simple process. Yeah, and, and all the materials are here at Milberger's if you want. They are, and if you don't want to do all that, we actually have some in gallon cans too. Get out of here! Yes, we do. Some uh, different Not the variety. rodeo tomato. No, but soon probably. <laughs> it's a little bit later, maybe. And we don't have a plant of the weekend, right? No. no. Do we have a plant of the moment? <laughs> Mount Laurel? Okay, Mount Laurel is our plant of the moment. Go. Okay. So what kind of, uh, I know I used to have like the little one-gallon mountain Laurels. I remember way back you had those. And yeah, but people want to see the bloom. Yeah. And those are way too small. So uh, there's a number of the five-gallon that are blooming. All right. Uh, and some 15s and, uh, and larger, too. And what do those sell for? Kind of range uh, five gallons. To, so they're going to start at twenty four ninety nine. Oh, okay. Up. Yeah, that's a, something you'll enjoy for a long, long time. Anything new coming in with citrus or fruit trees or anything exciting? Well, we got loaded up on citrus. So, oh, okay, uh, good. We've got a great selection there. Avocados. Oh, uh, everybody all, keeps asking we about those. all the different varieties again. They're in, actually in the greenhouse. Okay. So we wouldn't have got a chance to walk by them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had uh, there was somebody uh, looking for uh, citrus this morning. And uh, had they gave me this look, did, did I know where he was asking? <laughs> and I said, no, a lot of those have just come in, so I'll have to just look with you. Mm-hmm. You just have to look where they are. Oh, everything that you can think of is there someplace. So yeah. it's kind of citrus. I, I, I noticed a, a guy walking out with a, a, a citrus tree. I had a, a couple come in, and they wanted a lemon, but they swear they saw one that was this big as a grapefruit and i was like really that big and so the only thing i come up with was ponderosa yeah so, uh, yeah ponderosa that big well even meyer 
Well, because can get pretty big, but not as big as grapefruit usually. Yeah, but Meyer will. Well, there is a great selection out there in, in Satsumas. Oh, yeah. And for future, I actually did get some more um, of the Arctic and Orange Frost booked that, All right. that are on their own route. Ooh. Okay, great. So 1550, they're not here yet, but uh, soon. Very cool. No, that's really exciting because that was, again, like the tycoon. That was like, we just don't know. So if you want, get them now. Especially uh, on their own route. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we need to take a break. Trace, anything else before we go? I can't think of nothing. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. Take your calendar out. Circle Saturday, February 16th. Because on that day, gardeners are going to want to be over at Millburgers. There's lots of stuff going on. We're going to start off with a little education for you. David Rodriguez will be teaching his spring cleanup in your landscape class from 1030 until noon, Saturday, February 16th. This class is designed to help you learn everything you need to do to have a beautiful, beautiful spring landscape. It's absolutely free, so come on out and be a part of that. Then, later that day, starting at 11 o'clock, we're going to be celebrating the Rodeo Tomato. HM8849 at Millburgers will have rodeo tomatoes for sale, and the proceeds will benefit the Bear County Master Gardeners Youth Garden Program. We'll also have chilies, Fritos, and drinks. The Texas Weather Band will be playing music. There's pony rides, a petting zoo, face painting, and much, much more. For more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. Make 2019 the year you go to the Holy Land. Get complete details and sign up for Stand with Israel 2019 at 930amtheanswer.com. That's 930amtheanswer.com. If you're looking to buy or sell gold and silver in San Antonio, then come down and see us today at Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. We are proudly veteran-owned and operated and care deeply about professionalism and your privacy. I'm Tony Arterburn, and as owners of Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange, my wife Melissa and I buy all of our gold and silver coins and bullion direct from the trading floor to give you the most up-to-date pricing. And when it's time to sell your gold and silver items, we pay you top dollar. Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange also accepts and deals in Bitcoin and major cryptocurrencies. Call or text us today for more info or to set an appointment. 
888-667-1836. That's 888-667-1836. Or go to wisewolfgoldandsilver.com. From bullion to Bitcoin, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number is 210-308-8867. Give us a call and be a part of today's show at 210-308-8867. Take a second to talk to you about Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf. Barry has been doing this since 1985, and you'll hear his story or see his story that you can read on his website, deckandpatiocare.com. His big slogan, and it's true, when you see these before and after pictures and some of the uh, testimonials, uh, your deck really can look new again. So if yours is looking kind of uh, weathered and blackish, and uh, I'm looking at one right now, and then uh, you want it to look like it did at the beginning where it's nice, that bright brown and looks crisp and shiny, and looks new. It doesn't look old and weathered. Uh, give Barry a call. He's been doing this again since 1985. Uh, and he'll tell you that even on, this, it, on his website, it talks about the story of how he went into this. Um, and did it actually for personal reasons. When his mom almost slipped on his deck and he began to research deck care, he found all kinds of information. Uh, but, you know, all the uh, sealers said that they were the best. So he went and actually did more research and sought out the National Forestry Service and their information on staining and wood and all that and found some great information. And today you can be the beneficiary of that information uh, when you call Deck and Patio Care. Your deck really can look new again, and Barry can show you how. Call them at 210-822-9147, 210-822-9147, or find out for yourself by going to deckandpatiocare.com, deckandpatiocare.com. Our phone number is 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. I was just reading Calvin's um article in the today's paper yesterday's paper uh, uh, sec, my essay uh, section C and we talked about a little bit yesterday about the uh, uh, foundation plantings and the the shrubs and that he recommended let's see you had written one on trees uh, a week or two well ago. back yeah and uh, <clears throat> so uh then I was looking at the dig in now, and uh, he talked about the rodeo tomato, and uh, he says if you pur- purchase one or more, pot them rather than plant directly into the garden. Fill fill a one to three gallon container with potting soil, and uh, and put the plant in it. Fertilize with Odmico. He didn't say copious amount. No. How do we know how much to use? I don't know. Uh, fertilize with Osmico, keep it in the sun and out of the wind until after March 15th. 
the only way I could improve that description yeah. is say uh, water it with a water soluble fertilizer every time you water it. Because the uh, su- such as Miracle Grow or and then keep your machete handy <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. But the, that's one of the whole ideas of yeah. that potting up is you don't want the plant to stop growing. That's right. It just sets it back. I mean, it won't kill it, but uh, you want you want to raise tomato. Our, our timing is really important for mm-hmm. tomatoes here. It can get too hot or it can get too cold, and so you want the tomatoes to that the the growth they started in the nursery that to continue so they're ready to set fruit. In the mild weather, and then... Mm. And uh, out of the wind. That's right. That's important, too. But uh, every the, these plants that you buy at the nursery now, get, get at the rodeo, whatever, uh, have been fertilized every time they've been watered. Mm. And from, from the time they were a seedling to... to uh, uh, 30 days after after they seed them because they always seed them at the right sign of the moon so they'll be more productive. Milton. Yeah. Did you hey, get that? Did you pay attention, Milton? No, I was looking. I found out that Robert is on the line. So uh, I was looking at Robert. <laughs> He's so, advocating the moon planting. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh. I, I was saying Just to that test you. Just to test They you. were seeded at the right time of the moon. Yeah. So that you'll be more productive when you buy Good. the rodeo tomato. Okay. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Did you use the, uh, you're the, the moon guide. The moon guide on plantanswers.com? No, I don't have one. I thought you had one. Not up to date. Oh. I've got one that gives the general, uh, in other words, full moon, plant, whatever, right. plant on a full moon, or whatever, uh, but I don't have the specific dates. No. I think James is our moon guy. Yeah. He was, what yeah. was he planting? I think the new moon is... It's tomatoes, I think. Oh, okay. James, you can call us and tell us. But what I was, what distracted me was I got news that Robert is on the line at okay. 210-308-8867. Got a potato question. Hey, Robert, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing well, sir. Hope you are having a good day. Yeah, what's going on? Uh, quick question. If I'm going to coat, cut seed potatoes with rock phosphate, do I need to let them set for one to two days before I plant them? Or does that... Or can I plant them immediately? Now, what are, what are you doing? Planting potatoes oh. and, and including rock phosphate. Yeah, that, that doesn't hurt anything. But do I well, do well, need well, to let you... cut potatoes score over some before I put them in the ground? Yeah, you, you do that with all uh, recently cut potatoes. Is, uh, is you let them uh, uh, heal over, so to speak, for about uh, three or four days. Okay. Before you plant. And then, so would that get me into the right phase of the moon? I guess so. Okay. I was having... Uh, Don't be making fun of that. I was having lunch <laughs> with uh, Delphine back yesterday. Yeah. And uh, she said that she's already planted her uh, potatoes at the right side of the moon. Okay. Have they come See? up yet? No. 
Oh, I have I I planted mine over a week ago, and they haven't come up yet either. And uh, yeah, Delphine was complaining about the the cost of the the, the potatoes. Seed potatoes nowadays. Huh? Yeah. No. Uh, hey, do you know if Millburgers has asparagus in stock by chance? I haven't heard anything about asparagus coming in. We'll okay. ask Trace. He'll come okay, back. Well, in I'll listen. I'll, I'll be he, listening. Y'all have a great day. Well, Thanks what what, what kind of what kind are you looking for? Well, the I don't remember what variety I planted four years ago, but I had a little watering issue after the last freeze, and I'm kind of having to start that bed over. I've only got two plants left out of twenty. Gracious. So, wait, wait yeah, a minute now. After the a watering issue after the last freeze, what does that mean? Well, that means I turned off all of my water and covered everything. Everything's on drip irrigation, and I forgot to turn on the line that goes to the asparagus bed. So I did okay, not when, water. When the was when was the asparagus bed planted? When was it planted? Four years ago. You didn't kill that asparagus. You think, well, I've only you had still, two you, plants producing. Oh, yeah. They, well, it's mine, early. Yeah, mine are okay. not. Mine have been, of course, they've been in there more than four years, but I haven't got any action right now. Yeah. So, okay, uh, as long okay. as the soil temperature is, is cool, uh, the, they... Uh, and the spear production, uh, the sp- uh, sprout production, uh, occurs faster as the soil temperature warms. So uh, what, what I imagine you're seeing now are those uh, s- small spears, right? I'm not. He maybe isn't seeing anything. I'm not seeing anything. I've, got, I've, been, I've eaten about 20 spears, but out of two distinct plants. The rest okay. of them is just soil. Don't worry, so they're coming. Right. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Robert. All right, thanks for Bye, calling. Robert. we got to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. we got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. For news on uh, the uh, events that are happening here, uh, go to millburgernursery.com. And, uh, Sylvia, you hang on the line a second because you're going to be up next on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. This, of course, is The Answer. Breaking news, stimulating talk. This is 9.30 a.m., The Answer. KLUP, Terrell Hills, San Antonio. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Michael Harrington. The White House is not ruling out another government shutdown as negotiations over funding for President Trump's border wall hit a snag. In Sunday talk show appearances on NBC TV's Meet the Press and Fox News Sunday, acting White House Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney says, quote, you absolutely cannot rule out the possibility that the government may shutter again on Friday. He says, however, that Mr. Trump is trying to make a deal. The U.S. economy, well into its 10th year of growth, still has spring in its step. And as correspondent Jeremy House reports, it's all the more visible when set against a tiring global picture. A robust January jobs report shows that America's companies are, for now, brushing off an array of economic perils and still hiring at a brisk pace. Meanwhile, overseas growth is stumbling, led by weakness in China, the world's second largest economy. Europe is hamstrung by a recession in Italy and the potential for an unruly Brexit. 
A trade war between the U.S. and China and higher U.S. mortgage rates, partly engineered by the Federal Reserve, remain threats. Elsewhere talks aimed at laying the groundwork for President Trump and Kim Jong-un's next summit continue. The top U.S. envoy for North Korea was back in Seoul Saturday to brief South Korea's foreign minister and its chief nuclear envoy on three days of talks in Pyongyang. Stephen Begun describes those meetings as productive, but adds we have some hard work to do before the second summit between President Trump and North Korean leader Kim Jong-un in Vietnam's capital Hanoi at the end of February. The State Department says the two leaders will seek to advance the commitments they made at their first summit to complete denuclearization, transforming U.S.-North Korean relations, and building a lasting peace on the Korean Peninsula. Ben Thomas, Washington. Meanwhile, South Korea is inked to deal with the U.S. this morning to increase the amount of money it contributes to offset the cost of military presence on its soil by U.S. soldiers. More on these stories at townhall.com. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867. It looks like the sun is trying to kind of come yeah, out here. It's, it's, come out. it's brighter, so I imagine it's warmer, too. I'll check the temperature and give you the forecast in a minute, but Sylvia has been so patient to wait. Uh, and uh, let's talk to her now at 210-308-8867. Sylvia, what you know? You're on the air, Sylvia. How can we help you? Uh, am I on the phone again? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, what's I, cut go- myself, I cut myself off. Okay. Yeah, this is Sylvia. Hi, I Sylvia. I a question. Uh, some, I guess it was last year sometime after the peach season was over, my peaches did great. However, I think I talked to you gentlemen about yanking out my plum tree because it didn't even have a bloom on it. Uh, well, this last year is when it had seven blooms and they all fell off. And <laughs> I, that, yeah, I know. I, and I thought at that time, well, I'm going to yank that stupid thing out, get rid of it and put something else in there. And you gentlemen said, no, 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 don't do that. Give it another chance. Well, I have, and it's zilch. My it's all right. Tree, it's all right. My peach tree is covered in blossoms. I mean, absolutely covered. Uh, and not a one bloom on my plum tree. Should they not be blooming at the same time? No. They'll bloom later. Yeah, the, plum, the plums will bloom later. Plum? How much? Yeah, later? well, of course, it depends on the... What the peach tree, but there's a whole range of peach trees that are low chill that bloom much earlier than the the plums do. So, yeah, I'm in the same situation as you. My plums have just done done anything for a couple of years because of the warm winters we've had. And oh, really? Yeah. Now we've got, and we've had a couple of listeners too that have Florida King peaches that are blooming and looking really good. Right. My plums are just. They don't look like they're going to do anything yet. Well, my plum tree doesn't even have a single leaf on it yet, Cal. 
No. Uh, give it, give give it uh, give it another a month or so. Yeah, because the yeah, buds. I I even have peach trees though too that are not showing any more activity than the plums, and they're just they they require a little more cold weather than the Same than the Florida had. King does. I think you're looking at you're looking at that tree too much. <laughs> you know how what yeah, how water our water right. won't boil if you look at it. So some of those trees are shy and some they don't want to be watched. Shy, uh, uh, yeah, and every they, time they I look don't... at it, I cuss the hell out of it. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. well, yeah, that poor tree's intimidated. <laughs> oh, baloney, baloney! I'm sick of it. <laughs> it's either a Methley or a Santa Rosa, so I know those two were recommended. It's one or the other, and I know that they're good for the area. Yeah, both so, of those you know, are good. Well, yeah, the, but you're right, though. The Methley hasn't done anything for for a couple of years. Well, Santa, wouldn't she say Santa Rosa, too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, neither of them yeah. has done much the last two years. Yeah. Okay, so, well... Well, yeah, you, give, you it, give it a chance. A tree out there for another year. We've got we've got plum counseling. I mean, con- <laughs> <Yeah>. counseling <laughs> for people that are impatient with their plums. If you'd How like about, to for the poor tree, uh, that poor tree gets yelled at every time she looks at it. It's, it's under pressure. <laughs> worse than yell. I do worse than yelling at it. Trust me. Oh, oh my God. I was thinking about because I see this tree down the street, the corner, and I go around it every day. It's covered with uh, uh, loquats. Oh, yeah, I was right. Thinking of uh, you know loquats because I read an article I think that you wrote uh, about loquats and uh, or something about loquats, and it it uh, that tree is always full of loquats. Well, we we had a what? Yeah, we had a listener that called right after that big freeze on November fourteenth, and we told him that none of those plums would probably make it. But I'm thinking we might have to eat our words there because <laughs> it looks like some of the, some of the loquats uh, have some of their have plums are going to make it. Yeah. Of course, oh, yeah, it's, they're, it's they're, a little—it's a little deceptive. You don't know that, for sure. That just thinned them. If that—if that—if some of them made it, that just thinned them, so that you'll have larger fruit and uh, yeah. So Sylvia, fruit. do you yes. go up to your plum tree and you say, "Well, why can't you be more like that loquat or something like that?" <laughs> and then kick it. <laughs> I, I bet Sylvia remembers the old-fashioned way they used to. Uh, beat them around the trunk, girdle, uh, girdle them, and uh, hit them, hit them with a chain or oh something uh, around the base of the tree, and that would, uh, in fact, uh, like Calvin said, girdle it, uh, cut off, cut off some uh, nutrient flow to the top. Well, they figured out that if they were going to survive, they'd better do some blooming <laughs> pretty quick. Well, I've been in a hurry, I, but you know, now that you mention. The trunk. I did notice. I have noticed. It's got some scaling on it. Could that have? Do they get scale of any sort? Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah they get scale. Is it okay? Yeah. Well, it's probably not the factor, but you know, if you've got any dormant oil and you uh, want to go ahead and spray that scale, now would be the time to do it. Yeah, dormant, dormant oil. Dormant. Well, I yeah. hate to go and spend any money on that. 
Uh, <laughs> how, how about if you have it, do you have any at home? No, I don't. Or even if if neem, even neem oil might work. <laughs> I'll check to see if I have neem oil. What color is that scale? Is it white or brown? No, it's brown. It's brown. Okay. Yeah, it's darker than the than the trunk itself. Okay. Wow. Well, that's good. It it can spread up the tree, so yeah. Uh, when we yeah. you get a little a little bottle of uh, uh, let's see, Trace told us it's not called normal oil anymore, right? It's well, there's so sun, many sun oil. Yeah, there's it's called sun every oil. every com- every company's got a got a uh, yeah. brand of it. So. Better be inexpensive because Sylvia ain't spending no, no more no, money on that good for nothing tree. It's not expensive. It's not expensive. It's not expensive, Sylvia. So it oh, okay. might be worth okay. the risk. <laughs> and maybe I will then. And then, I'll and then, try that one more time. Yeah, and then when you're putting it on there, tell them that you've conferred with us, and and we advise <laughs> that that you, you you stay calm and that, <laughs> and that you appreciate if you appreciate the plum, and it'll do work for you. Yeah. I'll get a chain out. Oh, yeah. well, listen, I, I don't have that many years. I'm 84 years old. I can't wait a lot of more time to ever taste one of those stupid plum. Yeah. Well, yeah. you've you've got one. You've got a big tree now. Now all you have to do is uh, wait it out to have fruit. Well, I guess like my I calamundos. I w- I kind of mm-hmm. wish Milton and Sylvia that Jerry hadn't mentioned that chain trick. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have a chain, but I can borrow one. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. an axe handle will work. Or a little okay. sharp knife, even, I and do an S curve. I get the and treat the trunk, and then, like you say, Cal, uh, you know, you're having a problem with it, too. So I'll give it another try, okay? But if okay, okay. Good for you. wonderful. Good for you. If it Thank doesn't you give me plums this year, I'm Take not care. even going to call you anymore. I'm oh, no, no, no. Now, see, now she, she's going to uh, treat the plum better, but now we're going to get uh, it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Sylvia's going to come over here with a chain. <laughs> I just stand there and look at all of you. That's what I'm Oh, dear. About. I don't get a single plum uh, off of it. Okay? Should we talk to the tree? <laughs> Thank well, you, Sylvia. Listen, Bye-bye. Have a good day. That's the last case. Scenario, oh, but I'm willing to okay. Anything. okay. 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 We'll talk to the tree so next much. time. You men okay. have a good time. Bye bye. You too, Sylvia. Bye bye. All right. 210 308 8867. This show gets dangerous. This does for poor plum trees in town. <laughs> All right. 210 308 8867. If you have any advice for Sylvia <laughs> on what's happening, you can call us and, you know. <laughs> Save but that she, tree. But uh, the, the problem is, if it doesn't work, she may not speak to you again. Yeah. Well, you don't have to give your real name. You can oh, just, okay. We'll that, put you probably, on the air. That'd probably be better. Just say, you know, let's see. If you're a guy, your name is Fred. <laughs> if uh, you're a woman, your name is going to be uh, Martha. Yeah. And then just you just tell Ashley back at the station you have some advice for Sylvia. You just don't want to give your real name, <laughs> and <laughs> we'll we'll put you on the air. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I was hoping we could talk to the tree. <laughs> I think that we needed to warn that we, tree we about might what have was coming. To make a home visit. On oh, that okay. Situation. 
Just well, hold your cell phone up to the tree. Sylvia's hearing is pretty good for 84. She can, yeah, de- Sylvia she can detect all three of our voices. Yeah, uh, she did. <laughs> Sylvia's doing great. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. Speaking of Valentine coming up, uh, there's a question in the, in the Millburger Landscape and Nursery Newsletter. It says, uh, uh, of the cold weather annuals such as snapdragons, pansies, Cyclamens and primulas, uh, that those listed will bloom until the end of April. Because somebody wrote in, which flowers can we plant in the garden now? And they've got a good selection of, of all of those. we got a couple that will uh, list them, whatever Trace calls it. Yeah. Uh, that uh, the, what's it called? White stream. Yeah. And Lobby the, area. It, it, Look at that Milton go. Lobby area is the only way I can remember it. Uh, and then I just, area. yeah. Okay. Lobby um, area. But, but that'll last even longer. Dianthus will last longer than that. Yeah. Too. And pansies, depending on where. So, yeah, you got a, you got a good, we got a good bloom period left for the cool yeah. weather annuals. I like Ashley's suggestion. Uh, Ashley was listening last week, and she said, just make a little plant bouquet. So you could do that with your white stream if you bought something, mm-hmm. and you could plant that around the side and then put something in the middle. Right. Okay, so instead of giving a bouquet of flowers, you could give a living bouquet. There you go. And yeah. it'll, it'll last. It'll and the fragrance. The older, yeah. yeah, the fragrance is nice, too. So, yeah, that would be a good Valentine's Day gift. I wonder how the, uh, was it you, Milton, that mentioned the stock? One of you having one of the socks in the in the middle of that too, and whether those two Ooh, fragrances yeah. oh. together, you think it'd be too much? They're both they're both pleasant, but I don't I don't remember how they do when they're together. So you could get like the uh, white stream, and then maybe one of the um, what's the geranium that we like so much? Fantasia. Uh, Fantasia. Yeah. yeah, I could put that. So you got and they've red. Got, and they've got some nice ones out here. And those would would both of them would go into the summer. The pink one, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, just an that idea. That would be. All right. So they you got and some. And they they both like the same kind of weather. Okay. Cool and uh, well, but and, hot. and we'll tolerate, but they'll both tolerate the hot. All right. We had gosh for two years, maybe two and a half, three years. We had the. Uh, Fantasia geranium, and mm-hmm. it was it, it's tough. Again, if I, yeah, I'm not downplaying the fact that I don't <laughs> treat plants as good as I should, but uh, it did well. So anyway, okay. And people more. are concerned about the weeds in their lawn. Oh. We yeah. talked about <laughs> weeds we everywhere. Talked about it a little bit yesterday, and uh, it's my Kevin's column next Saturday it. too. Is that right? Kevin's got it in digging now. It said, winter weeds are in action. I like the way Calvin put that. Mm-hmm. Uh, rescue grass responds well to mowing. Responds well. That means it get, gets rid of it. Is that what that means? Yeah, it means it keep, keeps it under, under control. some control. Yeah. Remove bed straw with a rake. And I've got bed straw in my front yard. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, uh, and the dog is bringing it in, into the house. <laughs> it's, it seemed to, uh, uh, tr- uh, like a magnet to a dog. Do you bring it in the house? A little bit. Yeah, a little, a little bit. bit. But I've been... They I've just been, started. Yeah, I've been trying to make the rounds between the 
string mower and the rake. Yeah. Try to keep ahead of it. And also, I'm trying to keep ahead of that beggar's lice. That's that's the one oh, that really bothers yeah. me. That's the one that's killing. But anyway, uh, remove betrol with a rake or apply weed-free zone. Now, I, uh, I'm happy to report that we have uh, convinced or converted a uh, previously organic only gardener to to a weed free zone mm. <laughs> he's a, he's now he used it he got it and uh, the other day i got an email for him yesterday don't, don't mention it. his name i won't mention his name he'll be kicked out of the clubs and then uh uh he he applied it and uh he's seen some some response to his uh, to his weeds, uh, certain weeds, right away, within the next day. Uh, I think it takes about two days to kill uh, kill bedstraw. It's a little uh, well. It's weather dependent, but uh, yeah, it's not true. nearly as weather dependent as the other right. uh, contact herbicides right now. So weed free zone. Use a string mower on thistle, dandelions, and begalite. Now I got you don't want those baby to to mature on you. Oops. A handful henbit and chickweed yeah. if they are in a flower bed or a vegetable garden. Now uh, I always think when I'm pulling henbit from around the blue bonnet that uh, that uh, Mr. Henry Verstraten, who's passed away, Belgian farmer at Toward Von Army uh, used to tell his boys that uh, they need to actually remove don't don't just chop it off at the ground, but actually remove it from the area, or it would root again. And so every every time I'm out chopping uh, chopping henbit away from the blue bonnets, I always think about should I pick that up? But he was a firm believer in picking that up and taking it out of the field hmm. because it, it would reroot. No, well, definitely on personally, but uh, that's, oh, yeah, not, that's not a problem around that now. Um, henbit chickweed and uh, uh, there are also controlled by weed-free zone if there are no flowers close, and so. Uh, Keep that in mind. All right. I went it's through. It kills flowers, too. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, I went through my snapdragons that were really lo- looking good. The plants looking good, uh, but they were getting thick with henbit and oh, yeah. chickweed. And I was looking at the foliage and noticing a little bit of fungal activity there because it was just in that environment that where that chickweed and and henbit is so thick. And yeah. Yeah. That uh, encourages foliar. That's what it does to blue bonnets. That's why you have to remove it from blue bonnets. And so, there you get, and and Jerry and I talked about this yesterday on the blue bonnets. Doesn't have to be a perfect weeding job. Just get the stuff away from there so that away from the foliage. Because these are these are fairly tough plants, especially blue bonnets that we're talking about. 
but they uh, need a little help to uh, maximize their bloom. People always say, well, can't you spray them with a fungicide? I tell them blue bonnets. You know, they say, well, that's a native plant. You don't have to have to take care of it. And uh, when I tell them about uh, the powdery mildew, or I guess it's powdery mildew, uh, even though I've, to- I've been told by our plant pathologists that uh, the powdery mildew that gets on blue bonnets is not the same as gets on henbit, and uh, it looks the same. It's in close proximity, mm-hmm. so. Uh, but the environment there the is environment. encourages both. Yeah. Right. I guess I guess the uh, like you say it cuts down on air circulation, and things like that. So. And uh, the moisture level is just the humidity in that in that cavern of the where the plants are is uh, yeah. it stays high all the time. Well. Of course, with this one, we're getting rain every single day. Yeah, it's just yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll give the forecast after we come back from our next break. All right. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. I'm going to give a shameless plug here. I thought of it as you were talking. If uh, you are a, uh, a fan of romance novels uh, and a fan of San Antonio, uh, there's a, a an event going on today over at uh, Barnes & Noble in La Cantera. The San Antonio Romance Authors have an anthology of uh, romance stories that are set in San Antonio around Fiesta. And they'll be uh, signing copies of the book and have it for sale and where you can see it and stuff. That's uh, today at the uh, Barnes & Noble at La Cantera from 2 to 4. They'll be there. And it's a shameless plug because I happen to be very close to one of the authors that's, oh, is that right? that's uh, written one of the stories. Yeah. Are so. you in the story, Milton? No. You <laughs> Are you sure? Have you read it? Uh, I, I did read it. It's is very it good, a... but I'm not in it. Is oh. it scandalous? Uh, there are... The stories range from kind of, actually, they were very clever. They have them in, uh, as like salsa. So they had the, the stories range from mild to very hot. <laughs> all so, right. So, yeah, there's a bunch of stories, and they're all set in San Antonio around Fiesta. So, uh, you know, if you, that's the I genre do. that you enjoy, yeah, go over to La Quintera today and, and visit them upstairs. Well, and let's talk about that in a second. I don't want to just, uh, we've got to go to break, but okay, we'll, we'll, we'll devote some time there. to that, too. I was going to sneak that in as long as we were getting... Yeah. It's not at the same league with romance novels. Calvin will have a shameless plug in just a moment, (laughs) and then I'll tell you the weather forecast. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Take your calendar out. Circle Saturday, February 16th, because on that day, gardeners are going to want to be over at Millburgers. There's lots of stuff going on. We're going to start off with a little education for you. David Rodriguez will be teaching his spring cleanup in your landscape class from 1030 until noon, Saturday, February 16th. This class is designed to help you learn everything you need to do to have a beautiful, beautiful spring landscape. It's absolutely free, so come on out and be a part of that. Then, later that day, starting at 11 o'clock, we're going to be celebrating the Rodeo Tomato, HM 88 
49 at Mill Burgers. We'll have Rodeo Tomatoes for sale, and the proceeds will benefit the Bear County Master Gardeners Youth Garden Program. We'll also have chilies, Fritos, and drinks. The Texas Weather Band will be playing music. There's pony rides, a petting zoo, face painting, and much, much more. For more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. The largest real estate education event in the country is coming. Mark your calendars. Saturday, April 27th. Join thousands of investors and expert educators. This is not a pitch fest. No slick salespeople or presentations. All sessions are educational and taught by successful investors and industry experts. Pick from topics like single-family rentals, buying apartment communities, becoming a passive investor, raising capital, retirement, asset protection, tax-free income, 1031 exchanges, finding, fixing, and funding your investments, and more. Go to wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Use promo code EXPO19 and get in for just $10. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get firsthand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. Make 2019 the year you go to the Holy Land. Get complete details and sign up for Stand with Israel 2019 at 930amtheanswer.com. That's 930amtheanswer.com. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Gal Thomas. Are you as tired of identity politics as I am? There may be a few glimmers of hope. Senator Kamala Harris, a Democrat from California, is among many running for president. She's the daughter of Indian and Jamaican immigrants. Asked about it, Harris said she only wants to be known as an American. Well, that was refreshing to hear. Whoopi Goldberg said the same thing a few years ago. She said, I'm not African-American, I'm an American. Not often I agree with Whoopi, but I do on that one. Elizabeth Warren tried the tribal route, but it did not go well for her. I thought America was supposed to be a melting pot. You know, out of many, one. Instead, it's becoming more like a stew with individual pieces floating around and never blending. Out of one, many. Why do so many try to divide us for their political gain? Maybe Harris and Goldberg will start a pushback against racial identity. I hope so. It's long overdue. We don't need more hyphenated Americans. We need more just Americans. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. We're live here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. You can come and visit with us. Uh, come out on the porch and say hello uh, when you come on and uh, visit with us. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Let's see. All right. So you want me to give the forecast for the week? 
Yeah, please. All right. So tonight, slight chance of rain before midnight. Uh, so it's been like raining all day. Um, then a chance of showers. Uh, oh, Monday, slight chance of uh, rain before 10 a.m. Then a chance of rain. I wonder what the difference is. Uh, after 10 a.m., areas of dense fog before 10. So it looks like everything happens before 10. Uh, then 20% chance of showers before midnight Monday. Cloudy becoming partly cloudy. A low around 48 on uh, Monday. Sunny, near high near 65 on Tuesday. All wow, right. That's great. Uh, lows in the 40s, partly sunny, high near 64 on Wednesday. Low around 53. Thursday, 73. Um, is the high, partly cloudy, and 57, the low. We'll go to our, our event when that's going to be, and it's going to be mostly sunny with a high near 63 on Saturday the 16th. Right. That'll be a nice day. Well, it almost sounds If that lovely. changes, you can still count on Millburgers having the event, just what David will have to be, you know, in the petting zoo with all the animals and, you know, just giving his <laughs> presentation. That's funny. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just kind of picturing it. I was thinking uh, be, uh, yeah, he could almost meet the uh, where the weight limit. We're, oh, uh, for the pony ride! Oh man, we're at the point. <laughs> we're at the point where we're probably looks like we're through getting chill. Yeah, with that kind of weather. For, oh, you uh, think? Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I don't, I'm hoping that uh, some of those other uh, varieties, those mid chill varieties, are getting. Yeah, but you uh, gave us some hope. You said that. Uh, yeah, Larry Stein, mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Larry Stein, the fruit specialist, uh, said that uh, some of the early, the low chillers were uh, were already blooming. Yeah. And then when he said, then he said 750 hours. That I always consider the low chillers lower Three, than that. 350, like yeah. for Florida King. Yeah. Well, I think but, uh, June Gold was... Uh, a loose 600 depends on yeah, they, there's 500 to 600 and it seemed like it consistently bloomed mm-hmm. but if it, yeah i guess it's a little more cold out there where he is uh than it is in san antonio but yeah a lot of our peaches out there are blooming oh yeah which kind a bunch of them not, not just one kind that's good Trace, you're uh, kind of on the front lines of, oh, we were going to ask Trace something else, asparagus. Uh, Someone should, wouldn't know about asparagus. Should come in with our spring shipment of bulbs, which could show up any anytime. Okay, so just keep calling the nursery at 210-497-3760. So does any time mean like this week maybe? Yeah, could be this week. Okay. Could be the next. It's already, we've already made the spot on the shelf. We've oh, good, okay. Paperwork, so it's just a matter of them getting them. And what are, your, what are your spring bulbs? Uh, well, that would be like elephant ears. Okay. Uh, potatoes will be in that group. So oh, a, so maybe this week on potatoes? It's possible. Okay. Uh, gladiolas would probably be in this group. Oh, good. Um, gladiolas look pretty, aren't they? I see them now. Well, they're There's easy. cut flowers in the store. Garlic would be in this group. They're easy to grow, too, here. Oh, are they? <laughs> Get the glads in. Hmm. Uh, sure well, they are. Did I say caladiums? Caladiums yeah, would probably be in this group. Okay. Um... Why are you? Why did you hesitate? Oh, because I didn't have any luck with my gladiolas. Uh, did you wait too late? Maybe I did. I bet that was it. <laughs> oh, you didn't plant them at all. They're still put in them the in your, yeah, they're still put in them in your trunk. <laughs> no, I, 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 I planted them. I just uh, they didn't. No, they they didn't come up. No, 
So the I did squirrel some, got him? Uh, maybe so. I didn't think about that. Yeah, the squirrel. I don't think I put him in a good place. Where do you put him? Full sun. Full sun. Okay. Well drained soil. Okay. How deep soil? Well, they can maybe put, about an inch out, deep. Oh gosh, deeper than that. Uh, gladiolus. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I, I always plant them. Okay. Six inches, four to six inches. Wow. I see. I would think you'd never see it. Huh? I would think it would rot before it ever made it to the surface at that depth. Oh, you uh, think just about an inch? Okay. I agree with you. Mine, if, mine do real well, come about back. The neat thing, too, is that, you know, up north we used to pull them out every mm-hmm. here in the raised bed gardens. They just come come back every year. Yeah. How quickly do you see them? Fat, uh, Are they fast? fast. Yeah. You, March 1st is a good time to plant them. Okay. Well, I imagine we'll have them by March first. So. Well, they used to. There sure. used to be a big industry cut flowers for gra- yeah. grads here. Yeah. The nicest I've ever seen done is when they start around March first, but they plant in two week intervals, and so they'll they'll plant a batch of oh. them then. They'll wait two weeks, plant another batch, and that way they come up and bloom. There you go. Yeah, they keep coming. Yeah. Okay, that's kind of interesting. Is there a gladiola society I can talk to? No. 210 no, They wouldn't the talk member. to you, probably. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not after my life. No, but they, they, at the Festival of Flowers, they always have a nice display. Oh, cool. Okay. They used to have a contest. Do they still have that contest? Uh, on cut flowers and arrangements? Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure. So glad you, there was a day lilies. On the and we'll day have to call us. The day lilies. Uh, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. i got Trace up here, so if you've got a, call, a question for him, you can call us real quick, and uh, he can help you with that, too. Um, so we asked about asparagus. What else was I going to ask you about? Oh, y'all used to, are, are daffodils are bulbs, right? They are. Okay. Narcissus. Okay. And there was a, a naturalized daffodil for a long time. I don't remember the name of it. Uh, there was several. The one I oh. always plant is called Ice Follies. Okay. Quail, Campanella. Uh, and you sell this so Trivet- as daffodil Trivathian? No, that's a, it comes in the fall ship. Oh, okay. So okay. Might, there might still be a few in there. I'd have to check. Oh, yeah. Oh. There's, if, you, if you get uh, access to uh, oh, Bill Welch's Perennial Garden mm-hmm. Color Book, that's got okay. a real nice list. Of the ones that na- that you can naturalize pretty easy. Of course, all the all, all of the uh, paper whites right. do pretty well. So I was going to ask you, you guys um, literally are on the front lines in terms of questions and what people are asking. So, like, what are what are you finding that a lot of folks are having trouble with right now? If you're the psychic gardener, weeds, weeds. Okay, there you go. That's uh, like we talked about almost. Ninety uh, percent of the questions of people coming in are weeds. And what kind of weeds? Exactly. Oh, what kind of weeds do I have? That's what, what they want to know. How do how do I address it? Um, do they bring pictures? What do they do? Well, we, hope, just we hope that them. they actually bring the weed, but a lot oh, of that's them right. just come and try to describe it. Some of them bring pictures. Samples are always the best. Okay. And what weeds are you finding a lot of being br- rescue of? grass and poana mostly in the Bermuda lawns? And uh, crabgrass and uh, a lot of dandelion type stuff in the St. Augustines. Okay, bed straw, hand bit. Yeah, we have. I have the bed straw. Yeah. Oh, uh, that. Uh, 
Well, there's a there's a there's a wild carrot, and then there's the other, yeah. and then there's that beggar's lice that looks a lot like a wild. It sure carrot. does. That lady just bringing a wild onion. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That was up and going. Those yeah. smell Did good. You let her you smell it and uh, realize it was an onion. It didn't have much smell. It really? No, that's why I was, I was confused. But it sure it's not like a rain lily, is it? I'm pretty sure it's a wild onion. Ooh, I wonder yeah, after all this rain. Early. Little early. If the oxbud lilies will start coming up, or is it too late uh, for them? Okay. Well, though. That's generally what happens is we get a lot of rain, mm. and, and then as soon as the rain stops and the sun comes they out, come up. you oh. get a lot of the lilies. Mostly in the fall, though. Oh, okay. Oh, I never see mine, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it never comes. When's up. the last time you saw it? Uh, it's, it's been a number of years, so <laughs> I don't think I'm going to see it. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> oh, that was nice. Okay. So, uh, and what do you tell them they should do for well, these weeds? Everybody's different. So okay. Uh, we always have to find out what kind of grass they have, and then we make some determinations after that, pre-emer- which pre-emergence is best for them. Uh, in some cases, it's just about mowing. Mowing is the best uh, weed control that, that they can do, especially when they're talking in Bermuda. Um, and then there's always limitations for temperatures. So all your post-emergence, there's only certain things they can use now that it would even could even be effective. So when I was mowing our lawn and I was running through the bed straw and you were mowing your weeds. Yes. You weren't mowing Sorry, I was mowing the weeds. Um, <laughs> the um, question that kind of popped into my head was, so this is a mulching mower. Am I just like spreading seeds for next year for this to certainly possible. Okay. Might, might be spreading them for next week. No. The goes, uh, that one, of, one of the ideas of mowing is that you are reducing the amount of seed produced. Yeah, because I, if I mow it down before the seed's produced, it just, okay. I don't know if I'm there well, yet. Well, in the bed straws, that, that's pretty consistent. Now, the rescue grass uh, seems to find a way. Yeah. Finds a way to find, that, you know, if you have a few plants that escape around the corner, they'll put out enough seed. Gets pretty good. It's pretty coarse too this yes. time of the year. Earlier in the spring, it's a nice, fine-looking soft, but now grass. it's much, much thicker. Yeah. Got Bert on the line. Stay with us, Trace. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, Bert, what's going on? Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Oh, thank you. And I am just staying warm and dry. Are you guys outside or inside? We're inside today. <laughs> I, I tried to get him to go outside, but they told me no. Yeah, just like my dog this morning. Are, We're not going most out. People are, most people are crazy, but they're not stupid, you know, with this weather. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have like a three-part question, three or four. But I live in an apartment, and I call up fairly regular, so I'm just, it's easy for me to get everything ready for spring planting. But no, I just heard you talk about daffodils. My, my amaryllis is doing well. My paper whites are kind of slow. If I get some daffodils right now, do I just put them outside on the porch in a window box, or should they be inside? You don't get them right now. Yeah, you're going to have a hard time finding them. Well, there's plant them. If you did, I would, plant, I would have them outside. Plant them in if the you, fall is the usual thing. Yeah. Okay, no, because I saw some at a local uh, big you know, big end store, and they, uh-huh. they're about Was six it? to eight inches tall already with the greenery, so... Oh, so those, they're already planted. They're forced. Now, if uh, if they were one of these selections that we talked about that are natural, uh, you can treat them just like paperweights, but most of those aren't. 
They they've got they're those set up for Valentine's gifts. So oh, I really okay. don't know what I don't um, know what varieties you're getting. Okay, yeah, most, it's like a factory farm or something like that. Right. right. Yeah. All yeah, right. Most the rodeo of the daffodils won't reproduce. The rodeo tomatoes that y'all always talk about this time of year. Since I have a balcony, I, I'm a container grower. Is that a good container tomato, or should I just wait and then get involved in the community garden, get me about six plants, and use it for that? Well, the the pictures you see on PlantAnswers.com of the this year's rodeo tomato uh, were taken in a whiskey barrel sized container. Okay. I don't have quite that size, but my one's for the balcony, because I don't know the load weight bearing of the balcony. So I just yeah. use, like, I use, like, five to, you know, five to ten-gallon containers, to, and that seems to be okay. If, if I was, if I, in that case, I would get uh, uh, ru- dwarf cherry. A ruby crush, or even uh, a ruby okay, crush. something. Yeah. Or- Patio. Something like a Pat- plum size, not not necessarily, because I like a, a bigger cherry. I don't the little ones as I get older in my sixties. It's like they're just a pain in the butt, you know. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> the two uh, the dwarf cherry surprise. Yeah, BHN nine sixty eight. Nine sixty eight. That's what I. All right, I'll check y'all out online too. And the last one is like, I got a, I was cleaning the fridge and I found a nice piece of ginger. And I was wondering, I know it's a tropical, and I have a couple of tropicals that I moved inside here that have been with me all winter. Can I start propagating that now, and if I do, in a container? I just lay it on top of the soil and put, like, what, an inch or two over the top of it of uh, potting soil, or, or just lay it on top of the soil? I think you're just laying on top of the soil with a very light covering. Okay. Covering. I don't know what's going to weather-wise. It's going to need some warmth to do anything. Yeah. Sure well, that, I mean, like might be a little early. It is still a little early for that, huh? Yep. Yeah. Just keep it uh, in a refrigerator. Okay, I can do that. Cause I got it outside during the cold weather right now. It's just okay. sitting on the top. It's just sitting on the top of one of my. Uh, I got one of those upside-down tomato things and. Uh, I just threw it on the top of it and just let it, I was like, okay, just let it hang out. For, but I'll just take it back, put it in a paper bag, and throw it in the fridge. That that'd probably be the best. Wait till it warms up. All right, great, guys. Well, y'all have a good one. Stay warm. Thanks, Thanks for sir. Calling. You take care, Bert. We'll talk to you later. All right, bye now. Bye-bye. All right, 210-308-8867. Trace, what else you got before we go to break? Um. Well, let's see. Did we talk about the rodeo event? No, let's talk about it one more time. All right. So um, next Saturday, mm-hmm. we're going to have a rodeo event, and we're going to have all kinds of things going on. So we've got the uh, we've got chili by Nature's Creation. So you can actually they're going to bring fritos, so there'll actually be frito pie available. Woo-hoo! If that's uh, if that's your speed. Uh, we will have the Texas Weather Band here from eleven to three. So get country music. We will have pony rides. Weight limit seventy pounds. Mm-hmm. So I can't ride a pony. No. Uh, we will have a petting zoo. Both of those are going to go from eleven to three. We'll have face painting for the kids from twelve to two, and then we will have the featured plant, the rodeo tomato. That and, will definitely be the plant and, of the weekend. Uh, yes, it will be the plant of the weekend. And on Saturday, all the proceeds from that tomato will go to the Bear County Master Gardeners to benefit the youth gardening programs. And uh, so it's a great cause. 
A lot of people can't make it to the rodeo to get these tomatoes, and we wanted to make them accessible uh, and still have the kids benefit. So everything from that day is uh, is going to be donated on that and, tomato. And you know what would make the day complete? All those sound good. But adding David David, David Rodriguez will be here. Oh, my goodness. Really? From 1030 to when he runs out of stuff <laughs> to talk about. So uh, right. 1030 to 12 normally. And uh, he'll be talking about uh, spring cleanup yeah. for your, whether it be your vegetable garden or your flower beds or your perennials, butterfly gardens, what to cut, when to cut it, how to cut it, what to feed it with to make it come back bigger, stronger, and better. All right. And that's uh, all next Saturday. David's presentation is from is 1030 it? to 1030 to noon. Yeah. Until the pot runs dry. And uh, then that's the chili. Oh, that's the chili, that David? Yeah. Oh, okay. David, just <laughs> until he runs out of things to talk about. All right. For more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com. MillburgerNursery.com. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210 308 8867. That's 210 308 8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on AM 930 KLUP, The Answer. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions are posted at www.textrules.us. Texting enrolls for recurring automated marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. There's a mute button on your cell and one on your TV remote. Don't you wish there was one on your partner's snoring too? Thankfully, now there is. Mute is a comfortable nasal breathing device that increases airflow through the nose by gently opening the airways. You'll get more air through your nose so you'll breathe less through your mouth, which is often the cause of snoring. And thanks to Mute, less snoring means more sleep for me. Hit the Mute button on your partner's snoring. Available at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid and other fine stores. To get a valuable coupon, text the word MUTE to 246810. Text M-U-T-E to 246810. For more information, go to MUTESnoring.com. MUTE. Breathe more, snore less, sleep better. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Take your calendar out. Circle Saturday, February 16th. Because on that day, gardeners are going to want to be over at Millburgers. There's lots of stuff going on. We're going to start off with a little education for you. David Rodriguez will be teaching his spring cleanup in your landscape class from 1030 until noon, Saturday, February 16th. This class is designed to help you learn everything you need to do to have a beautiful, beautiful spring landscape. It's absolutely free, so come on out and be a part of that. Then, later that day, starting at 11 o'clock, we're going to be celebrating the Rodeo Tomato. HM8849 at Millburgers will have rodeo tomatoes for sale, and the proceeds will benefit the Bear County Master Gardeners Youth Garden Program. We'll also have chilies, Fritos, and drinks. The Texas Weather Band will be playing music. There's pony rides, a petting zoo, face painting, and much, much more. For more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. This is Mark Sadaski for Mark Sadaski Jewelers. Is your jewelry in good repair? Do you have rings that are out of shape or with stones that are loose or missing prongs? Do you have chains or bracelets that need attention or stones that need replacing? Mark Sadaski Jewelers wants to help. Bring your jewelry to us and we'll save you 20% on the cost of the repair. We'll even give you 20% discount on diamonds up to 20 points that need to be replaced. 
Don't risk losing a stone or even worse, a bracelet or a neck chain. At Mark Sadowski Jewelers, we believe in preventing loss. Another common problem is our rings tend to shrink. I think it has something to do with being too close to Mexican food. We can resize your rings so they fit properly and comfortably. We do our work in-house. Your jewelry never leaves our control. Come in now and save 20% on your repair. Mark Sadowski Jewelers, a family tradition in San Antonio for 85 years on Northwest Military Highway. Call us at 210-377-1818. That's 210-377-1818. Are you looking to buy or sell gold and silver in San Antonio? Then I recommend you go see the professionals at Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. Owned and operated by proud American veterans, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange is dedicated to professionalism and your privacy. They order their coins and bullion direct from the trading floor, so you know you're getting the most up-to-date pricing possible when you buy. And when it's time to sell your gold or silver items, they pay top dollar. They also accept and sell Bitcoin and major cryptocurrencies. Call or text the owners, Tony Arterburn and his wife, Melissa, today. Call 888-667-1836 or just go to wisewolfgoldandsilver.com. From bullion to Bitcoin, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. Trace is with us, too, up up in the two-story. You almost sit on the porch. I did, and then I realized that would be inaccurate. But we're kind of near the porch. It doesn't really <laughs> quite count in terms of a... But uh, it's, uh, well, yeah, it got the sun, gave it its all. But it's still a nice day out there. Roger's walking around, taking care of people. The... Um, and uh, the day hasn't stopped too many folks from coming in to finding stuff they wanted. Now, we, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had a um, interviewed, uh, who was it? What was his name? Jim Hauser. From, yeah, Jim Hauser. From Texas, uh, Texas A&M Forest Service about Oak Wilt. And we had a good response to that interview. It lasts quite a long time. And, and uh, if you're interested in more information about Oak Wilt, the uh, gardening volunteers of South Texas are uh, sponsoring their normal third Monday class, and that'll be the 18th. And they'll uh, uh, they'll be covering. Uh, they'll have uh, uh, Ron Sayhill there to talk about uh, pruning and uh, cleaning up the landscape, and then I'll talk about oak wilt uh, also that day, and it will be. A little different in terms of the location. It'll be at the the Rainbow Gardens uh, Nursery on Bandera, which and that'll be noon, the February 18th. Uh, check out the location and uh, uh, plan on attending if you uh, want to get more information on oak wilt. It's an interesting topic. It's an important topic, and there is a lot of information available. And if you take advantage of the information, you can do a pretty good job of protecting your oak trees. Ron's on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey there, Ron. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Great. How are you guys doing today? Good. What's going on? 
Good, good. Listen, I wanted to ask uh, uh, you guys. I got. Uh, I'm working on my butterfly garden. Uh, I've got some butterfly weed seed and some purple coneflower. Uh, are those fairly easy to get going? And uh, on the back of the package, it says. 365 days to bloom, and that's got me confused. That, yeah, Asclepius, that butterfly weed is uh, milkweed, uh, yeah. and it's, I, I don't think it's easy to get going. It but takes not. It takes a, cu- a couple years at least. I'm finally, this is the third year, I'm hoping that I'll have a, a really good uh, production of blooms, uh, the first year was pretty pitiful. I didn't see any blooms, this foliage. The second year I got some uh, some blooms and relatively attractive. So this year I'm counting on that to be the, the big year. It's uh, a perennial? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Once it's, you know, once the milkweed, is, if you can ever figure out how to get it germinated yeah. and settled in, they're, they're pretty it permanent. It won't go away. Huh? Yeah, but and so that's that's what a lot of us are, are working at. The good news is that... Uh, Millburgers and other places have have provided uh, the butterfly weed uh, as transplants, and then also uh, we've been able to fill the gap with the tropical uh, milkweed. So, yeah, but if you're patient, you can. I think you might be better off uh, planting in uh, containers than trying to get it. I guess you could put a whole lot of seed in a area and kind of keep it weeded and and uh, they, but you're looking at look at two full grow, growing seasons mm-hmm. at least for you the yeah. butterfly weed what was the other one uh, I, i'll try them in, in containers Calvin. Yeah. uh the other one is purple cornflower oh yeah that's that's an that's easy, easy. One. that's an easy one yeah and that's that's one you can have uh action right away and are you okay. you got seed for that yes yes yeah yeah, that 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 you can do in a container. I guess you could start that uh, when we generally get them in the fall, right? Don't we, Trace? No, they generally start yeah. showing up around. Yeah, and I didn't realize that Calvin to after I bought them, and that's that's kind of what it indicates on the back of the. But we get some, yeah. But we get some blooms in the spring too. So, so you could probably in March you could probably start start that seed in containers or or in the garden area. Okay, all right. All right, tell Jer- Jerry my uh, my uh, horse herb crops looking good this year. There you go. <laughs> didn't it, didn't it, didn't didn't it get frozen? Well, you know, if I if I could just get it in places where where I really want it, you know, it, <laughs> it, <laughs> for me it always seems to be seems to be you know on on my gravel driveway or or somewhere. But anyway. All right, thanks, guys. And, you, and can try, you, you can transplant. You can transplant that our orchard. Oh, I know. I know all about that. Yeah, it's oh, it's transplanted. <laughs> all right, <laughs> it's all over. Okay. All over. Thanks for calling. All right, thanks. thanks. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We probably still have time to. He didn't mention a couple that. calls real quick. So two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. He didn't mention that that uh, horse herb is a good butterfly plant too. That's right. Oh. It's one of the. Uh, Plants in the certified butterfly garden and a, a native plant here that uh, I believe it's a native. Yeah, I think that we've yeah, included it on the list. 
and, and uh, the black swallowtails especially like it. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you got a few of them out there, trans- mm-hmm. do like Jerry said and uh, transplant them into an area where you can leave them. The horse herb uh, you mentioned, uh, now I was telling them that we, we've got a pretty significant planting of horse herb in the yeah. certified butterfly. Yes, we garden. do. <laughs> and uh, it's beautiful too. Isn't it? Well, I don't know if I'd go that far. It's effective. <laughs> Black swallowtails, like. Uh, we're also getting a lot of pruning questions. Mm-hmm. How to prune different trees and everything. We got one in uh, on Plant Answers. It says how how much does one prune rose bush? And do you feed it afterwards and your suggestion of what to feed it? Uh, I'm, the Rosarians have a, they they use special fertilizers, I think. But uh, I just stick with the 1959's low-release fertilizer after you prune it. Uh, Forrest Appleton, uh, who answers these questions, sent them to uh, a, pr- a pruning uh, of roses on uh, Aggie horticulture. Uh, I may have that on plant answers too, but uh, what I will do this next week is uh, put several of either Calvin's articles or my write-ups on plant answers in the uh, in the information index, in the, uh, I'm sorry, uh, tips of the month. So uh, so you can find those uh, pruning. I think I think we've got one where we have from drawings uh, or pictures or something. On yeah, I think you used to, for sure. <clears throat> Said, uh, how do you get rid of Carolina dichondra and St. Augustine grass? Uh, Forrest says, the best herbicide for controlling dichondra after it is up and growing is probably one contains, containing atrazine. Uh, this is sold as liquid high-yield atrazine weed killer. This herbicide is safe to use on St. Augustine, but it's very non-selective and can kill or damage trees shrubs, ornamental plants, and spread on them. Apply it in strict compliance with the label. It's also very bad on Bermuda. Yeah. That's what, what? It doesn't work on Bermuda. No, it's, it'll Bermuda. screw up the Bermuda. Yeah. I'll be done. All right, on that note, we're going to say goodbye for today. Don't forget, <laughs> next Saturday, come on by and visit with us and say hello in person. And uh, enjoy David's workshop on uh, cleaning up for the spring garden. Enjoy all the activities. Uh, get yourself some rodeo tomatoes. The weather's going to be good. We should be out on the porch. Weather should be uh, sunny and feeling great. A little bit of coolness, but nice and sunny in the uh, mid-60s. It's going to be a pretty day. Thanks to Ashley doing a great job. Thanks to you for listening. This is The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.